take some squirrel crispy squirrel bits is that the right term yep and feed them manually to the green okay can, can, can you hold them like grapes i was gonna mama bird them to you Ooh, even better <laughs> who's the baby bird i'm the baby bird yes you are dropping food in a tough tusk mouth would be like just dropping it into a like a fucking toilet or like one of those giant trash cans <laughs> His head's like the size of a fucking basketball. Stop trying to buy shit on Amazon. So that's my turn. Uh, how much health do I gain back? I do not know because it is not in the in the wiki page. So I guess that's a good old DM question then. Yeah, crispy squirrel bits are pretty. Um, they're pretty low level. Um, let's go one d four plus your um, uh, constitution modifier. His or mine? His. Since he's the one eating them. Alright. Okay. So it's 1d4 plus 3? Yes, sir. Gets me out of zero. Can somebody write that down for next time? I'll move 10 feet back, too. I really like the way my mom says squirrel. What does she say? Like squirrels. <laughs> she does it in like the Portuguese accent. <laughs> so she's just like, yeah, she gives Lucinda like, like dog treats that are shaped like fire hydrants and Squirrels and shit. So she'd be like, you have to name a squirrel. Are you, Doogie, first, you got me squirrel. Are you first generation American? Uh, on my mom's side. My dad was like, so on my dad's side, we came from, we came from the, or we came on the Mayflower. And then on my mom's okay. side, my mom is an immigrant. I did not know that about you. Yeah. Half of me wants to build the wall and half, the other half. The other half wants to jump over. <laughs> the other half wants to jump over. Yeah, keep them Portuguese out with the wall. Yeah. We'll just sail around it. Walter? Hi. This here snake need to die, so I'm going to back up a little bit and shoot it with my bow. Wait, no, I'm dead, aren't I? Wait, hold on. I forget. That's right, I'm dying. Hold on, I can't do that. I'm dying. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't figure I could do that one. But I do remember... That you had gotten two successes and two fails because you got a crit on one of your... Or was that Tough Tusk? I think that was the dog. No, you're right. It was the dog who got the crit fail. Who got the crit success on a life save? That was Tough Tusk. Yeah, Walt, I think, had just been gaining ground slowly, and then yeah. I think he lost one. So I was at, two, I was at two, two successes and one failure on Walt, and two failures, one success on the dog. That all sounds correct. And that is stable. I am stable. Walt is stable. Hooray! Ooh. Uh, do, don't I roll like a D? Is a D four to see how many hours it is until I wake up or something? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Sweet. Nice. The one time where a crit fail, if you really comes in handy. Roll a one. Usually very bad. In this case, pretty good. All right, my man Walt is going to be back on his feet soon, but at least he's not actively bleeding out into the dirt. Doc Phils. I do say. Um. So I am going to cast Blindness, Deafness on the snake and hope he doesn't kill the rest of you again. Um, range is 30 feet. The component is V. I don't know what V means. Vocal. Vocal. You I have vocals. Wait, wait. I can... Okay, since we're reskinning things to be robot stuff, you uh, basically just like throw out a little flashbang. Okay, yeah, I'm going to cast Deafness blindness on the snake. Um, okay. Do I have to roll for something? You should say in the spell description. A creature you can see becomes blinded or deafened unless they succeed at a constitution saving throw. At the end of its turns, the creature can make another save if successful the spell ends. Constitution saving throw. Got it. Yeah. And what is your spell save DC? Spell save DC. What's your charisma score? The charisma score is 3. Or 17. 13? 17. Save, saving throw DC is a 13. Hey, you know what would have been a really cool idea is to open the wiki with all the characters on it before I started running again. Oh, you mean the, the monsters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that. But you guys know me. I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy. 
I'll fly by the seat of your pants any day. You have to have that ability to be a DM. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I'll be your wingman anytime. I love wings. Red wings? Yeah. yeah. And, and barbecue wings. Chicken wings? Those two. God damn it, John. Damn it, John. These pit vipers cannot roll badly. They're fucking physically incapable of it. These pit vipers ruining... need to go buy a lottery ticket after we kill them. Or after they kill us. They're ruining our game. They're killing our family, John. Oh, and I'm assuming that you are you are not making the fake bear anymore? Oh, uh, yeah, because um, he saw through it, so it's pointless. Sorry, I should have cleared that up. Okay. Hey, um, hey, hey Justin, got any more of that chicken? Yes, I can use my bonus. Nice. I can use a bonus action, right? Depends what it is. Uh, my healing wind or whatever. You say healing word? Healing word. No, because those are both spells. Ah, okay. Oh, um, what about bardic inspiration? That takes ten minutes. Oh, okay. Never mind. You could say some words of encouragement. Go get them, gentlemen. Thank you. Go bother. <laughs> I think my chicken's slightly undercooked in sections. Yeah, almost every time I make chicken, that happens. Is the I bone... think my body might just be immune to raw chicken at this point. Is the bone white? Uh, yeah, the bone's usually white. Oh, it's cooked fine. Yeah, you're fine. That's just dark meat. It's just... There's no blood, yeah, but the, but it fine. is a little rubbery. You're fine. You're gonna get worms. Don't listen to Mike. You're gonna get worms. How else is Speaking of people who have worms, tough, tough turn. Ooh, I do have worms. I dated a girl that got worms when she was a kid. Huh. Did she keep them? No, but she said she pooped out worms. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, she's a mom. Just in time for my food. <laughs> to be honest, you're down pretty much on that bone right there. I got two pieces left and a bunch of macaroni and cheese. Oh, you want you guys get KFC tonight? No, so my wife and daughter are in Disneyland and will not be home till Sunday. Oh. So yesterday I bought a 12-pack of drumsticks flavored in three different ways. Had four of them for dinner last night with some mac and cheese. Had leftover mac and cheese and another four tonight for dinner. And then the last one is going to be teriyaki-flavored chicken legs uh, with some rice tomorrow for dinner. Hmm. Add a baby. Get that bachelor chow. It's actually good. Usually when the, the wife's out of town, I just make the giantest burger that I could possibly make. Yeah, Ashley just told me today that she, uh, her best friend called her, it was in Texas, and was just like, hey, there's a really good deal on airfare. I want to fly you out next week. So I'm waiting to see if that gets finalized, but... I may have a, a bachelor weekend next weekend myself. Who? Every, every weekend is a bachelor weekend for me. Holla! Holla! Frank in the shower! Holla! Being a bachelor. Pros. Shower beers. Cons. <laughs> shower tears. <laughs> <laughs> I was an adult bachelor for two years and ten days. You were still with... with Jeanette, though, right? I've been with Jeanette since December 4th, 1998. I was 16 years, 5 months, and 5 So you weren't really a bachelor. Well, I wasn't married. Okay. Well, good for you guys, man. I think I have a... I, I think I have a grenade left, don't I? I was going to say, what are you going to do with your sweet-ass 4 HP? Not go in there. <laughs> uh, so I'll just guess I'll go for a... Uh, ranged attack then. Uh, with your gun or with your grenade? Uh, with my gun, because uh, I don't see that I have a grenade in my inventory, so uh, I'm just not going to use it. Well, thank God you didn't actually throw a grenade. For once, I, you know you should be really happy that you accidentally clicked on the wrong thing. <laughs> Go ahead and and you can you can click on your actual gun. It's okay. Oh, I totally did click on the wrong thing. Shit. Yeah. That's what I was saying, dude. You should be very thankful. Oh. There you go. That's a roll. Ooh. And yes, that definitely hits, of course. For what is that? How much damage is that? Oh, I'd have to roll the damage? Yeah, I don't know if... I think there's a way to make it so it rolls damage, too, at the same time, but I don't know. I haven't fucked with any of that stuff. Oh, no, I have a macro at the bottom of my screen. For six bits of damage. You guys are whittling away at this sneaky bitch. It is now Slip's turn, and since his player is not here... I will do what I usually do and just have him do his easiest, most standard thing. So he's going to fire his gun at it. Cast the wish spell. 
It'd be a great way to fuck with somebody. Like, if there was somebody in your D and D group who, not maybe not necessarily that you don't like, but just like somebody who you wanted to fuck with because you know your friends and your dicks. Just like when they weren't there, play their character and just do the most ridiculous shit. Yeah, because you can only cast Wish once ever in your life. Your character finally came out as gay. Okay, guys, it slips turn, so he's gonna be taking off all of his armor. And running at the snake, uh, trying to hit it with his gun as if it was a melee one. Just kidding. Dang, oh, his attack uh, hella good. I was trying to figure out if he uh, has the ability to sneak right now. But honestly, I don't feel like fucking around with it. Brazenly marching into the fight. Um, firing with his sawed-off shotgun. And he will hit. And he will roll like shit. Still, that's pretty good. And he's going to back, back away because he's, you know, a rogue and therefore kind of a pussy. He's going to hide behind fire. It's now Ubu's turn. Ubu. Ubu died. Oh no! It's okay, I can read. Yeah, so uh, this this was like. Can you mute yourself, Chris? It was really close. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the pit lifer's turn. Hopefully, it's last. You guys can finally finish it off. Your uh, uh, fire spell does that go off at the beginning of his turn or at the end of his no. turn? Unfortunately, the end. Womp womp. Yep. Okay, the snake has a couple options here. It is going to. Uh, because it doesn't want to go near the fire, it's going to turn around and attempt to attack the robot that has been spraying it with crap and, and projecting things at it. It's going to roll right over the poor dog's corpse because it's an uncaring monster and attempt to bite Dr. Billingsley. Why? I'm metal. Because it's a dumb animal and it has no concept of things. What do I roll? You ain't got to roll nothing. Okay, sweet. That's how I roll. If you were... Not a robot, you would have to roll a constitution save if I successfully attacked you. But you are a robot, so you cannot be... Yep. I have no blood and no soul. You're like my mother-in-law. But I'm... <laughs> oh, God. It fucking critted. Oh. You're such it a one last goddamn crit before it dies. This fucking snake. Somebody check his uh, dice to make sure they're balanced. I'm going to check this snake for shiny blood. That could have gone a lot worse, considering. Yep. Am I dead? No? I don't know how many hit points you have. Uh, 24. All right, so you're not dead. Oh, All right. Uh, so the uh, the snake, after being shot by the shotgun blast. Oh. Wait, so, my temp- so I'm at 16 health now. Um, and he got me for 14? Yes. So you are oh, still, oh. you're still alive. I'm at 2 health. After after it gets shot by the shotgun blast, it starts panicking. Like I said, doesn't want to go near the fire, and just sort of basically lashes out at the closest thing to it that's not near the flame. So it just it's been coiled this whole time, as you guys know. It like uncoils itself and springs forward and bites the shit out of the robot. But uh, like I said, the robot is made of metal, can't be can't be poisoned. But it does manage to break your metal uh, chassis with its teeth, which is impressive. And now it is Cassie's turn again. And Cassie will throw a bubble of fire, uh, affectionately known as a fire bolt. Thir- does a 13 hit? I believe it just barely does. Let me make. If I had advantage, I critted. <laughs> I was going to say, if you had advantage, that would have been pretty fucking rad. Yes, it does hit. Oh, that's not a thing. Wah, wah. Oh, no shit. Bonus so, action. Yeah. Go ahead. That's his all. Okay. So Cassie, Cassie throws a, a, a bottle of fire, and she hits the snake, but she hits it in the tail. So it doesn't really do much. It just, at this point, it's so fucking hurt, and it's been on fire so many times. It was just, it kind of shrugs it off, but it's fucking super hurt. And Walt is still, uh, he's stabilized, but he's not getting up yet. So, Doc Billingsley. Yo. Do you have anything that can actually finish the snake off, or are you just all healing and inspiring and shit? Um, I have my fusion cells and I have a buzzsaw. So, um, I have a laser gun. You sure do. Yeah, so, uh, 2d8 energy weapon. Um, uh, he's pretty low on health. Yeah, pretty damn low. Okay, I'm gonna shoot him. Um, in the fucking face. So, do I have to move away first, or can I, like, shoot him and then move away? Does it matter? Not really, oh, just no. if you move away, he'll get an attack of opportunity on you. Oh, man, and I'm at two health. And technically, if you shoot at him from 
point blank, you're supposed to have disadvantage on that attack roll. Okay, so what I'm going to do then is disguise myself as a snake. I'm going to cast Disguise Self as a snake. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I can do that, right? I mean, it depends on what the spell says. Um, okay, so. Yeah, I don't see why not. So you like, I, essentially, I think you essentially put up like a cloak around him that makes a mirage of a snake kind of thing. Yeah, I figure like it can be explained through like holograms and like mirages and right. shit. And tell the spell ends or you can, or you use an action to dismiss it. You can disguise yourself magically in many ways. You can appear to be shorter or taller by about a foot and change the appearance of your body weight. But you cannot change the basic structure of your body. God damn it. The illusion can include your clothes, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person. Um, so you can look okay, like a so, person. Yeah, it can look like a snake person. Well, you look at, like a weirdly shaped snake with a bunch of legs. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, fuck, man. Um, Okay, let me look up Song of Rest. Is that for, like, to put him to sleep or no, rest us? I think that's when we're taking a rest, we get bonus healing points or something. Okay. But look it up, because I, I don't know Bards that way. Yeah, I've never played a Bard. Um, uh, Song of Rest again. Yeah, during a short rest. Okay, Um. so, and I'm at disadvantage if I shoot at him. Oh, well, I have my buzzsaw. 1d4. I don't know if that's going to kill him or not. It'll help. Yeah, okay. So I'll use my buzzsaw. Take that, you dastardly devil. Ooh, bah. You got a roll, Yeah, roll a melee attack first, but if if, if you okay. succeed, you, you know, did maximum roll. And you did. Yeah. I love how he has no modifier. Oh, yeah. Um, What is my modifier for this? Do I have a modifier for my attack? Yeah, you think maybe a buzzsaw would be a dex base? Okay, so I got a plus two. Then. And I guess that's it? Oh, yeah, it actually does. Yeah. It counts as an unarmed attack because it's part of your body. What are you what are you seeing this at? I, I don't see it. It's it's uh, on his species. Oh, okay. John changed it up, too, so that my guy's weapon is better or more on par or something like that. Think. Yeah, the unmodified version has a buzzsaw and a, a blowtorch. Yeah. We just had yeah. a plus on a laser gun integrated so he would have a, a ranged weapon. Oh, yeah. So if it's unarmed attack and you're a bard. By stock, unarmed attacks are strength-based. But, I mean, if, if you want to make a DM call to change that for this situation, that's up to you. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, because you're not hitting him with a buzzsaw. You're accurately placing a spinning blade in a section to hurt him. At least that's my interpretation. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm leaning to as well. Fuck it, wait not. Let's make let's make the robot have something. After all those years I spent studying at Delta College. <laughs> it's an Ivy League community college. <laughs> Run by Vato gangsters. Do you even know what Ivy is? <laughs> all right. And I don't think he wants to back away and invoke an attack. So I'm assuming that it's probably Tuft Tuft's turn. Delicious. So if I make a ranged attack from here, would that be a disadvantage? It would. So I'm inside a melee range? You are. That sucks. Well, let's do a Tuft Tusk thing. Let's just go ahead and barrel right through with that fucking sledgehammer I have then. Cool. This fucking snake. I don't know why I try anymore. <laughs> Seriously, dude. It's like this. It's like these... All these snakes are fucking charmed or something. Are they? I mean, that's an interesting idea. Maybe somebody should have tried to charm them. Or uncharm them. Snake. Yeah, I guess you could have cursed them. Okay, so Tough Tusk swings and misses at the snake. Let me check something real quick about a weapon. I have no idea how much ammunition this shotgun has. Twelve. Infinite. Okay, whatever, I don't care. He still has ammunition, I decided. Justin, that's a good point that I should have thought about. But now this fight is pretty much over, so... Right? At least it should be. We haven't had our um, routine. What beer are we drinking tonight? This oh, shit. Yeah, I haven't even had a beer yet. So recently I've been drinking the Sam Adams, but I switched back to my, my Uge, the Pepsi. That's a good beer, that Pepsi beer. 
Yeah. No way. Yeah, because Pepsi doesn't come up with shit like orange vanilla Pepsi. So I don't feel great about the fact that the guy who's not here, who is being controlled by the by the uh, DM, is it's the one who's dumping. He's dumping on him. Apparently, I am just like magic fingers during this entire fight, regardless of who I'm controlling. I will send you five bucks to go buy a lottery ticket just so we can get rid of that luck. Right, right. I'm going to let Ashley know that you currently have magic fingers. Oh, she knows. <laughs> okay, so Slip has had quite enough of this bullshit. Finally just says, fuck it, and marches forward about ten paces and just unloads from fairly far away but still technically within range. Peppers the snake and just drops it. I would like to take uh, one of the snake's tooths out as a trophy. I think the plural of tooth is tooth eye. That's true. Mm. <laughs> okay. In order to do that... It wasn't, wasn't really plural, it was possessive. Tooths. Teeth? Give, give me that fucking fang. Uh, go ahead and give me a survival roll. Will not I. I won't survive. Ouch. So you, you go to... To pluck its fang, but at this point it's been so fucking just mashed up by fire, sledgehammers, shotgun shells, <laughs> that you you pretty much just kind of mash it into it. Oh. I want to do a similar thing to the other one and try to extract its venom sack for science. I think we'll follow uh, Jaime's cue there and go for a, go for a smoke. I don't think these guys oh, okay. have anything I want. So oh, besides meat. Yeah, you can totally get uh, meat off of them, or uh, how much? You know, there's still there's still two left to try to get fangs out of if you want one. Uh, can I take meat out of this one, or is that corpse just decomposing? The one closest to you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's so big that there's there's multiple parts that still have meat. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'll go to uh, this guy right over here and try to take that fang again. Okay. Survival still? Yeah, give me another survival, and Cassie, you can give me that. You want science or nature? It's up to you. I don't care. I was actually thinking possibly animal handling, but that's... That's usually uh, for a live animal. More like being able to deal with them. Yeah. So, um, I think science, just a general science is fine. Or the other one I was thinking was medicine, but medicine's kind of based on the same thing. So does 16 pass? Yes. With the 16, you are able to uh, rest it from the, the snake's jaw. You were really more rolling for not accidentally poisoning yourself than you were for, for extricating the thing. And what do I roll for meat? Meat will also be survival. Roll a harvest check. You're going way back with that one. Can I harvest its meat? On a fucking horse. <laughs> you remember that, Chris? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm and not yes, sure how it's there. But you can... You can get a venom sack out of that thing. Julio. And do I get any meat? You get three uh, servings of pit viper meat. And I believe there actually is uh, an item. I know there's an item in the video game. I'm assuming that they probably have it as a trinket or something. There actually is an item for a venom sack. I'm going to have a smoke. But meat I can base something else. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, everybody's gone. I'm here. Oh, hi. Hey, Justin. I'm playing Mega Man. Oh, cool. I'm going to watch some videos Lily sent me of her at Disneyland, so I'm going to be off the audio for about three minutes. That's pretty cool, man. It's balls hot. Is Ashley mad at me? For what? The comments I made last week. No, actually, she thought it was hella funny. Like, later on, we were talking about it, and she was like, that was your your friend I haven't met yet, right? And I said, yeah, and she's like, oh, my God, he was probably hella scared because he hasn't met me. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, well, I guess they're... that's pretty cool that she could laugh. Yeah, thank God. Otherwise, who knows what would have happened when she saw my dick. <laughs> so with the Beastmaster, uh, do him and his um, animal companion just share XP and level together? Or do they get separate XP? What's the deal with that? Hey, John? Yeah? I'm going to get some water. You're going to get some water? Yes, I'm going to get some water. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. Back. Apparently, Chris is getting some water. Well, I finally uh, bought a new hard drive. Good. Seems that one terabyte wasn't enough to hold all these uh, D and D sessions. Yeah, no. Could I use that as a text write-off? 
I say yeah. He's the state employee. That's official. Yeah. Got the two gigabyte Barracuda with six gig transfer speeds. Barracuda. Exactly. Go, bro. All right. So I asked a question, but everybody was off sound at the time. I think the answer is 12. So, Jaime. Yeah. I haven't really looked up the deal with the, the new Beastmaster they're using. Mm-hmm. Them and their animal, do they share XP and levels, or do they have XP separately? Um, That's a good question. Let me find out. Yeah, so obviously we're going to take at least a short rest right now. Uh, yeah, I would do that if I was you. In fact, if I was you guys, I would probably go back to base. Yeah, this was like an hour out, or less. This was supposed to be a rando freaking encounter, and it was like a boss fight. Yep. Oh. Okay. John, you have a very interesting um, possible turn of events now that Ubu has died. <gasps> it says here, with eight hours of work and the expenditure of 25 gold of gold's worth of rare herbs and fine food, you call forth your companion's spirit and you use your magic to create a new body for it. You can return an animal companion's life as matter even if you don't possess any part of its body. So, the, I, I'd imagine, I mean, how, I mean, how would we, how would we want, I guess the question is, how do you want to work that? Like, is the body going to be identical? Oh, boy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be a different animal with the same spirit inside of it. Shit. Like some spirit swapping shit. So, there was uh, a DLC for Fallout 3 where this, like, weird science consortium thing made cyber dogs. And they put, like, fishbowl things on top of their heads and put, like, human brains in them. Yes. We could, we could maybe work something with that. Yeah, this thing here says, uh, even when you're summoning your companion, it says the first time you, you, you do it, you're, the way it's supposed to work is you're supposed to, you know, do the eight-hour thing, and it says, uh, normally you select your companion from among the following animals. It has like a list of animals. It says, however, your DM might pick one of the animals based for you, based on the surrounding terrain and what types of creatures would logically be present in the area. I'm back, guys. FYI, stuff, stuff to think. Yeah, I'm still looking for. I don't see anything about. Uh, Separate. I mean, I feel like they would probably just level together. It says your animal companion has abilities and game statistics, game statistics determined in part by your level. Oh. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. Is there any way I can infect this dog with the FEV virus? Stay away from my dog. And turn <laughs> him into a super mutant hound? You stay away from my dog. Yeah, I mean that is basically what would happen. He would, be, he would just become the one of those mutant hounds that the super mutants travel around with. Just taking that, throwing it out there. So that's me throwing a couple of ray of frosts on this fire, trying to quell it. Yeah, it looks like uh, its abilities increase with my level. Okay. For well, each level you gain after third, your animal gains an additional hit die and increases its hit points accordingly. And when I gain abilities for improved class feature, your companions is also nice. Okay, so that was basically just me figuring out how many ways I need to split the XP, but I kind of already knew what I was doing. Um, so uh, by Fallout video game rules, you would only gain experience if you actually killed something. But by D and D rules, you gain experience for dealing with a problem, regardless of how you deal with it. I'm gonna go with the D and D rules because. I want to give you guys more XP because that was fucking nonsense. Oh, you're talking about for that Yao Guai? Yeah. So, yeah. after calculating it out and splitting it five ways, you guys will get 510 experience for this. Nice. Where's the experience points at? Top right. What did you say, 500? 510. Like where it says level? Right below that, it should say XP. Oh, it says uh, on the roll 20 characters. Oh, well, I don't know. Am I awake yet? Uh, that depends on what you guys decide to do. If you guys are just going to like hang out for a little while and take a short rest, make sure everybody's okay, that's one thing. If you decide, that, you know, if everyone decides to drag your unconscious body back to the base, that's a different thing. How much XP did we just get? 510. 
Also, you guys have to figure out what to do with the dog corpse. Um, He's dead? The dog's yes. dead? dog died. For real? Yep. Like, no more resurrection and coming back anymore? It's a game. You have to figure it out. Oh, man. Like, just the current attached to that died. And I'm, and I'm unconscious, so I can't really say anything about it. And you're the healer. Um, okay. Well, can I cast Healing Word on everybody? Or should we do a saga like a short rest and then I, I have my song song of rest. Yeah, do that. So that's okay. that survival roll that I did was to see if I could get any meat off of. You're such an asshole. <laughs> but you love that dog. And we're to wear his skin. Okay, so Bob. Oh my god. Buffalo Bill over here. Walt's gonna <laughs> murder you if he sees you wearing his dog. <laughs> maybe maybe not immediately, but he will find a way. All right, all right, leave the dog alone. No, I mean, I mean say, say, do you, but I just tell him just straight up, Walt's going to murder I'm going to take the uh, the the collar off the pup. And all right. And I'm going to keep, since Walt doesn't want anything. He's passed out. I'm dead, I'm on the ground. What do you want me to do? <laughs> all right, so you guys doing a short rest, or are you dragging everything back to the base and, and calling it a day? What are you doing? Yeah, let's go 10 feet back up and then back into the base and then take a long rest there. Wait, how far did we get? A few miles. A few miles. What do you guys want to do? You guys got any better ideas? I think we take a short rest, get some little bit of hit points left, get our unconscious people woke up, then go back to the base. Sounds good we, to me. We... That, that sounds smarter. So if um, Sir Billingsley Esquire the Third is doing the Song of Rest... And we, if any, if you or any friendly creatures who can hear him, his performance regain hit points at the end of the short rest, each of those creatures regains an extra d6 of health of hit points. Yes. So during the short rest, how much um, health do we get to gain back? You, you can roll any um, ex, um, existing hit dice that you have. And uh-huh. Add your constitution modifier to those rolls. So yeah, I just looked at the uh, at the map. You guys literally got a mile past the <laughs> the city walls. We're fucking experienced explorers. You guys fucking walked for like twenty minutes, <laughs> and then almost got TK. And our dog died. That's a tragedy. Yeah, I know. I felt like shit. Okay, so if you guys are taking a short rest, then a short rest is about an hour. So that would be long enough for Walt to wake up before you guys head back. So, uh, when Walt awakens, he finds out that his dog is dead. May I have one hit point? I believe. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> so, I'd say that Walt wakes up with a start. Like, uh, Emma! Emma, what happened to you? <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, who? Oh, God. So, I, okay, I, I go, we can get it, get it, okay, hold on, get, get him, pick him up, and put him on my shoulders, and, and just, like, f- kind of fireman's carry him. Okay, we need to get back to town. Can, can, can we get back to town? I need, I need, I need to get some, some things. I can, I can, I can take care of this. Oh, God. Oh, my poor boo. Just so happens that Walt happens to know some, uh, unsavory characters that are known to deal in, I believe uh, the word is... The reanimator. I'm trying to remember there was a specific term for this. Pet yes. Cemetery? Uh, yeah, he knows the old guy from the beginning of Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Zombie dog! <laughs> Just creepy ass stared at Thaumaturgy. That was the word I was looking for. Thaumaturgy? Yeah. Is thaumaturgy... What is thaumaturgy anyways? Let's look it up using the internet. Huh. Aren't you thinking of, like, necromancy? TVH? The art and science of wonder working. Using magic to actually change things in the physical world. I just don't see how that's going to bring me. I really actually wasn't looking for the specifically Dungeons & Dragons definition of it, but that's all I seem to be able to find. There's a Wikipedia Thumb- entry on Thaumaturgy. But yeah, basically, working miracles. Yeah. Is it Ma- Who is it? Ma- Mad... The guy in the... Mad Mardigan? Ed Mardigan, thank you. The miracle worker? The dog is only mostly dead. <laughs> He's a little bit alive. Hey, you in there. What do you got that's worth living for? What? You hear it? 
All right, friends. I'm gonna, I will take pity upon you and not roll any more random encounters for now. That's thanks. Uh, so if no one else is taking movement, I'm all, if no one else is moving, I'm just walking back to town. All right, let's walk back to town. So when you guys arrive back at uh, the NCR base, first of all, as usual, Slip has, has lived up to his name and kind of slipped away. But also, as you walk in, everybody just turns and looks at you, and there's muttering. And uh, as you're walking in the front doors of what used to be uh, I believe Tokei High School. I don't remember if it was Tokei or Lodi High School, but anyway. As you're walking in the front doors of what used to be a high school and is now a, an NCR uh, camp, the quartermaster is standing near the front door having a cigarette, and he looks over and he says, you guys were gone for 30 minutes. What the fuck happened to you? Big old snakes is what happened. Snake. They were, they were the size of dragons, and their blood was shiny. You overhear several rangers muttering to their friends that they don't know what a dragon is. <laughs> well, pack of Yaraguay. Not a total lie. Hey, look, hey, can you point me in the way of, like, a, mm, a uh, horticulturalist, something like that? Well, uh... Or maybe, uh, maybe, maybe this would be a DM question, because it says that I'm supposed to be using, like, a certain gold's worth amount of, of herbs, so whatever the analog would be in this game, I suppose. It'd be a caps, but I would say, uh... If you if you are trying to figure out what you need to do, yeah, um, they're gonna recommend you go to to uh, Lodi Memorial Hospital. No, I mean, okay, hold on. What are you looking for specifically? So, the 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 five E version of this is that I'm supposed to use twenty five gold worth of rare herbs and fine food to to resummon my spirit animal, but my animal spirit. So I guess what I'm asking for is the analog of the food and herbs, not necessarily the gold. Oh yeah, no, that's, yeah, that'd still be Lodi Memorial because the the Fallout version of that is chems. Okay. Chems, radiation, possibly some alcohol. All right, so I start heading towards the hospital. Thank you kindly, sir, and I move on my way. So uh, nowadays, uh, the difference between a person hospital and anyone else hospital, it's not very much. Uh, they pretty much just they're all just kind of doing their best, but uh, when you first come in, everyone is very shocked and not really sure what to do for you since you're carrying a dead dog. Uh, but after about 20 minutes of uh, a half-alive redneck yelling about his dead dog, eventually a guy steps out of a back office. He is very fat. He's wearing a very poorly fitting uh, doctor's coat, and he's got a real fucked up face. Like, he looks like it's been stitched back together a few times, and he's got like, unkempt hair of multiple colors patching around his head, and he waves you over to his, his little room in the back. All right. Can I follow this creepy clown-looking motherfucker? You go in the back, in his back room, and he just has, like, just weird shit lying around. It used to, you know, what used to be a standard examination room for, for you know, an actual doctor in our time. And it's just, like, there's chems piled up in corners, there's trash, there's pieces of people and animals. As he talks, he t occasionally takes a nip out of a, a bottle of whiskey, like a little pint bottle of whiskey he has. He refers to himself as Doc Gods. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Doc. Uh, can, can you help me out? I got, this is my, my best friend in the whole world here. I need to get him, get him moving again. And, and let's hope if, if you're, if you, if you knew a way to help me out, get him back on his feet, and maybe uh, provide me with a, a bit of tutelage, as it were, because I, I, I surmise that this is the this is the first time I've, I've ever had to deal with this particular set of circumstances, but I, I don't imagine it being my last. And <clears throat> the next time this may happen, I, I, I don't imagine myself being having you so readily available. So uh, if you can show me how to maybe do a, a field version of what it is you're about to do, I'd, I'd sure appreciate that. So I'm not going to do it myself because I don't want to fuck up my throat, but uh, he clears his throat loudly and for at least a second straight every time he talks. It's pretty gross. And he's got one of those, like, cough voices 
Like he's like chews on packs of cigarettes. Yeah. So he sounds like Tom Waits. Yeah. Wetter. A little, little bit like a little wetter version of Tom Waits. Kind of like a. Oh, oh God. Like he's sort of gargling. You know, like. When you, said this, when you say this is my first time ever dealing with these sort of circumstances, he says, This is your first time ever dealing with. Hold on, I gotta get some. I gotta get fluid in my mouth. What other time here? It's like you say, this is the first time you ever dealt with death. So, he basically tells you in, his, in the grossest right. voice mode. He says he can help you out. He said it's going to cost you about 50 caps, and then you're going to have to go find some stuff for him. Alright, what what do, you, what do you need? Caps are years. I, I just whip out 50 caps. Nothing. He says he needs uh, a glowing blood pack, at least three or four of those. Do you know, do you know where I might find this stuff, too? He says somebody in the in the hospital should have it, or you can sometimes find it in old abandoned facilities. And he needs at least three pints of water from Smith's Lake. Or Smith's Lake. It's right outside of town. It's Lodi Lake, right? Yeah, it's what used to be Lodi Lake. All He's right, about all to right. ask you for some more stuff, and he looks around. He looks around his office. He grabs, like, an old, uh, one of those rolling carts, and he just holds onto it and kicks it a couple times until one of the legs comes off, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Oh, God, Hang in there, buddy. We're going to fix you up. I promise. As you're uh, heading out, you pass by Dr. Garber, who, as usual, is huffing a bunch of his own chems. He's usually a very a very flippant guy, but as you're walking by, he says, uh-huh. Hey, you talking to Dr. Goss? Yeah. Why? Why? That creepy bastard skeeves me out. There seems to be a whole shitload of things around here that skeeve me out himself. I, I would count Dr. Goss among them, yeah. So is anybody accompanying uh, Walt on this journey, or did he just <laughs> roll off by him? I don't know. I just, I, if, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure who else is coming. Uh, I'm on the brink of death still, and I would like to find a bar to help suture my inner wounds my spirit yeah bars are all over the place there's there's a couple in the marketplace there's the one that you guys already know the bar which is in uh um turner uh, which one's uh is there a bar nearby yeah uh there's like i said there's a couple in the in the kettleman marketplace so yeah just just throw my ass in in one that's the closest because he needs a bar stool and about a gallon of beer Speaking of skeevy guys in this hospital, is there anyone in this hospital really available that I can find that seems somewhat trustworthy or normal, empathetic, perhaps? Yeah, there are. Yeah, there's a few people who there's a few people who legitimately are doing it because they care about people. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not like it's an easy life being a doctor in the wasteland. Hence, why Doctor Garber is fucked up all the time. So, like, I want to ask somebody. I want to try to find somebody trustworthy to, to like, kind of keep an eye on Ubu while I'm out. So that I'm like, hey, can you do me a favor? Uh, this Dr. Goss, man, do you know Dr. Goss? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like you have the same feelings about him that I do. Um, I don't rightly trust him with my dog. So can you do me a favor and just maybe keep an eye out on him and make sure he doesn't, like, eat him or... Do anything too grotesque while I'm out. He asked me to get a bunch of stuff for him, and we're trying to make him better. But so I don't like talking to the guy either. Honestly, he grosses me out. But I'm not gonna lie. He actually is one of the few people here who has taken the Hippocratic oath, at least as much of it as he can find. If he says he'll take care of him, he actually will. Okay, that's reassuring. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir, or ma'am, whoever you are. It's <laughs> One of the few random normal-looking doctors, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we are almost at time. Now we're about 10 minutes away. So I had a whole different plan of where you guys were going, but things sort of ended up a different way. So uh, Walt has started his journey to, to save Ubu. Tough Tusk is self-medicating in a bar in uh, the Kettleman Marketplace. Slip, as usual, has just, again, appropriate to the name, just kind of disappeared off somewhere. Cassie or Dr. Billingsley, do you have anything you need to do? Um, no. 
Not me. I'm going to work on my potion. Um, I'd like to stock up on medical supplies if I can. Anything that uh, Dr. Whatever, Gerber, is willing to give out. Okay. I'm surprised Cassie doesn't want to fix uh, our doctor. I don't think Cassie's aware that he's hurt. I guess unless it's visually. Uh, the the one thing that is visual is that uh, on his chassis near his win, one big giant eye, there's full on fang holes like through the the sheet metal. Oh, okay. Well then, um, I would attend to that first, and then I want to work. I'm gonna I'm looking it up right now, but I want to look for the next spell that I'm gonna learn when I level up. And I want, kind of want to work on that right now. That way, oh. that way, you know, I can say that I worked on it when I learned it, when I end up. So, tough test. When you uh, head to the bar in the marketplace, you once again run into the educated super mutant known as Agamemnon. As you, as you walk in, he offers to buy you a drink. Uh, at this point, I'm, I've been severely beaten. I have no quarrels with anybody i am just trying to get right with myself i will take the free drink and i have already determined what that spell will be it is the ever famous fireball hmm. good call good call when in rome i ask fireballs are big as fuck so basically um cassie is going to uh spend however long in game until until we level uh or until she levels Basically trying to figure out how to get that much homemade napalm into one uh, specific vessel without setting yourself on fire while doing it. Yeah, it has a 20-foot radius. Radius is half of a diameter, so yeah. 40 feet across. Yeah. I'm basically Ooh. thinking she's going to somehow figure out how to fucking fill a fishbowl with napalm and set it off. Noise. It would be even funny if, it was a, if she emptied out a fire extinguisher and used that as a Molotov cocktail bottle. I just got super excited, because fucking spent fire extinguishers are laying around the wasteland everywhere. All over the place. They're, they, you fucking trip over them, literally, in the game. So I just discovered, um, accidentally, a spell called Delayed Blast Fireball. I believe I've actually read up on Delayed Blast Fireball before. I have not read it yet, I am going to read it now. So is that the uh, end of my scene with, uh, what's his name? He, he buys me uh, a beer. Really? <laughs> Depends on whether you'd like to uh, have a conversation with him. Um, basically, he, buy, he buys you a drink. He sits down at a seat close to you, but he's smart enough to not sit directly next to you. Smart move. And he kind of just stays silent for a second and watches you drink your drink, which obviously you just fucking put yeah. it down, you know, signal for another. Eventually, <laughs> the bartender smartens up and brings you like three at a time. It's very smart. He says, I get the feeling, friend. That you don't like me very much. <laughs> well, I, it's not that I don't like you. It's just that I think that when it comes to us mutants, that you were given a raw deal. But this is still my land. Thank you for the beer. Nothing personal towards you. At first it seems like he's not sure how to take it, and then he laughs loudly and says, Ha! Fair enough! What's the charisma on this guy? He's a very charming fellow. Well, he's got like a plus three, plus four? Something like that. Is it a warlock? No warlocks in this room, I don't think. Oh. Otherwise, there would be one. Uh, considering, actually, the kind of the kind of backstory I gave him and sort of what I'm thinking he would do if I ever actually had to use him in a, in a battle situation, I think it'd be like something like a, like a multi-classing metaphysicist slash uh, barbarian. So, like... Strongtooth? Kinda. Like, if Strongtooth, uh, instead of, like, tapping into some weird magic that he gained from his demon, had learned how to basically just use science to make magic. Hmm, okay. Less demons, more beakers. Yeah. I I get it. I get it. That's a science roll to try to fix Billingsley's broken hip? Or whatever. Well, that's a really good damn roll. Quite fond of it myself, thank you, sir. You're able to patch him up well enough that somebody would have to look pretty close to notice that there were holes there before. Basically, instead of being shiny metal like the rest of them, they're just kind of like... Soldered. A metal that you found that was sort of grayish, and you sanded until it shined a little bit. Yeah, with fire. That was very nice of you. 
Thank you, Cassie. Yeah. Alright, unless there's objections, I'm gonna split now. I'm quite tired. Yeah, we're pretty much wrapped up, I think, at this point. So next week we'll have slip back. We'll have to fill him in on the situation because the, the episode probably won't be up yet. Um, I'm like three episodes behind. I have several plans for you guys. I had a plan for today of what was going to happen after the fight, but then things kind of went a different direction. So, yeah, we got the quest to save Ubu going on. We have the increasingly uh, pervasive yet charming Agamemnon. Oh, and uh, Dr. Billingsley, I need to give you some medical supplies. Uh, Dr. Garber isn't going to have much because you just got some from him, and it's only been like a day or two, but he should be able to pull something together. Sweet. So for those interested, Delayed Fireball starts off at 12d6. Uh, it's a bead that you can place in a position, and each turn you wait for up to one minute without releasing its blast, it gains another d6 damage. So that's 10 more d6 it can gain on top of the base 12d6. So you can do <laughs> 22d6 fire damage that goes around corners, over you know small barriers and such and it's pretty much otherwise just like a fireball yeah i do think i, rem I remember reading it that of that before uh, I mean, it's, a, it's a level seven spell so you're not doing say. that till you're like 18. yeah i think if cassie ever gets to that point she'd basically just be like the world's leading scientist oh wait i get a level get wizards get a level seven spell at level 13 but you only have one of those slots until 20 then you get a second one well, they're fucking game-breaking nonsense spells. Yeah, they're badass fucking spells, yeah. Good game. We will, uh...